thousand watts. Our your friend Charlie Ponchop was a glorious blaze. I heard the flames lick, then eat the trays of zircons mounted in red gold alloys. Easter clothes and stolen furs burned in the attic. Radios and TVs crackled with static plugged in only to a racial outlet. Hospitality Southern style. Cornpone grits and you all smile. Whole blocks novi. Brand new stars. Policemen caught in their brand new cars. Chugga chugga chugga. Get me one nigga. Looting and burning. He won't get far. Lightning a hundred watts. Detroit, Newark, and New York. Screeching nerves, exploding minds, lives tied to a policeman's whistle and a welfare worker's doorbell finger. Spirit walked with me on my second visit to the exploding section of Watts. I became invisible in the black community. I had to stop and stand still when I realized that no one seemed to see me. When I had visited Watts on the first day of my new job, no one spoke to me or commented on my presence, but I was seen. This time, I could have been in a white neighborhood. When a black person appears in a white part of town, there's a moment of alarm. But if the black doesn't appear threatening, he is erased from the white mind immediately. In the black community, a black person is always given her humanity. On this visit to Watts, the responses were different. Neither the looters, the police, the spectators, nor the National Guard took notice of me. A group of young men was bouncing a car filled with white passengers whose faces looked like Halloween masks through the car windows. Terror bulged from their eyes, and if the windows had been open, I would have heard the screams pouring out of their wide, gaping mouths. A phalanx of police slipped by me and were upon the rioters quickly and quietly. The officers began handcuffing the offenders, and I turned my attention to the now settled car. Its inhabitants were exchanging smiles that I didn't read as smiles of relief, but rather of satisfaction. They had come to watch to get a thrill, and hadn't they done just that? The newly arrested men were marched close enough for me to touch them, but neither they nor the police regarded me. I came upon some people who were sauntering down the main street, casually taking in the sights. They were so at ease in that uneasy time and place that it was obvious that they lived in the neighborhood. Their concentration was on the stores and the burned-out shells of buildings, so they didn't see me. The havoc now had areas of calm, 
and either I brought serenity with me or it found me wherever I was. I watched as people sifted through debris. Each whole cup or unbroken plate was treated as a treasure. A woman smiled with pleasure when she found a matched pair of shoes. A man passed me carrying a pair of well-worn pants. He was grinning. On the first day of insurgency,
This is the Found Round Sound Show. John Cutter, Bobby Redford.
that these have all been instruments that are sounded by being struck. You have probably invented your own percussion instruments without realizing that they had a name as a group, such as beating the cover of a pot with a stick. shepherd sitting in the shade of a rock, watching his sheep, and lazily breaking a reed and blowing through it. And he broke a second reed, a little shorter than the first, and he heard... Then a third, shorter one was broken off. Finally, he had a group of He put them side by side, closed the bottoms, and blew across the tops. Thank you. 
addition of mechanical blowers and pipe stoppers to replace the human lungs and fingers.
Woodblock, and you haven't mentioned my name once. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't notice you. You look more like a block of wood than an instrument. I'm possibly the most important instrument in the entire percussion section. Listen. Said the woodblock to the triangle, it's very plain to see that you're not very versatile, not half as much as me. The sound you make is rather weak. I guess it's just as well that you can't go. You sound more like a bell. Said the woodblock to the kettle drums, you're hard upon the ears. You make more noise than 20 boys or 50 bombardiers. The sound you make is awfully loud, and so I must assume that you can't go. Cause you can only boom. Said the woodblock to the cymbal, you're bright and shiny.
Every day Emma would go out searching for that flame that never, ever came away. You know, sometimes she'd come home so depressed. I'd hear her crying in the back room, feel so distressed. And I'd remember back when she was fine to the words that used to make Emmeline come alive. It was Emily.
going in. I'm looking for a letter or something, anything that she would send. With all the people I know, <laughs> I'm still a lonely man. You know, it's funny. I thought I had her in the palm of my hand.
come too close to home. Tip from a test, put to rest, convalesce. Come on. heavily on guard in Hunter's Point Shipyard. Heavy metal sandblast, face mask, deoxidized, remove the radiation from the outside. A hazardous cargo dumped into the harbor with battle in that y'all. Come on, y'all, make some noise. Come on, come on. Sand from a blasting made in the sidewalks. Play to my kids, just got off a chicken box. Going places all races. For health effects on the side. Come on, y'all. Gotta go raise the social statistics. Go, 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 go. Cause everyday life become a health risk. Go, 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 go. Gotta go raise the social statistics. Go, 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 go. Cause everyday life become a health risk. specific musical intervals with the mantra. The pronunciation has been explained in the textual version.
folks, if you're listening live, to catch a movie on YouTube with Mike and Carl, the two...
six o'clock. It's Monday. It's a special Halloween spooky. I should actually put on the sp- spooky music. I'll do that later. I'm, uh, I'm incredibly high because I baked some Georgian cheese bread today out of Gary sourdough, and I did such a good job. I can't stop eating it, and that's a problem because it'll just make my my comments more colorful on your set. So welcome, welcome to the joke workshop. I know how words work. Um, just keep saying words. Keep saying words. So the joke workshop, we have a bunch of comedians all signed up. They're going to do four minutes. You'll hear the horn at three. Uh, if you pay attention, be nice to everybody. If you have like burning comments, feel free to give them. If you don't, don't worry about it. Um, I'll only say things if I really, really feel like I have to. Or if you really want someone to say something. Um, okay. So yeah, let's get it started because our comedians are here and stuff. It's Halloween. And uh, does anyone know what I'm dressed as? You, can you say what it is you think it is? Oh, you saw Facebook, yeah. I'm, I'm dressed up as your mom. That's the joke. And so I have mom jeans on and I have coach shoes and, uh, and I have snacks for everybody. Uh, I'm also, I'm doing the door tonight at Doc's Clock, so that's gonna be fun. Yeah, I know I'm gonna make some actual money. I can't wait. And I can talk to people and totally use jokes on them. It's gonna be so fun. And my hairpiece is just darling. Uh, put your hands together for your first comedian of the night, everybody. Newman Shake, yay! What's up, guys? Happy, very happy to be here. Um, I have this coworker, and he's the type of guy who says stuff like, I'm only nice to women I find attractive. And that's really weird to me because he got his mom a really expensive Mother's Day gift. So I'm like, what type of relationship is going on there? I um, I also got a friend. I'm not. I got. I need. I need to change the people I hang out with because I was going through a ba- breakup recently, and my friend he was like, "Who needs hoes when you got the homies?" And I'm not friends with him anymore because that is horrible. Okay. I'm learning a lot. Learning. I'm learning not to ask homeless people questions anymore. So I was like walking home yesterday, and this homeless guy he asked me, he's like, "How are you doing?" And I was like, "I'm good. How are you?" And then he looked like way sadder. So that was not a good move. Um, I'm getting really lonely nowadays. Like I'm only taking scam likely calls. Like, like that hope that's the love of my life. And they always ask me like. What's your social security number? But from a certain point of view, they're just trying to get to know me, and I think that is really romantic. Um, the Apple screen time feature, that's a weird feature on your phone, because it's like a feature that makes you feel bad about using your by using the product too much. That's crazy. Like, no other company can get away with that. Like, McDonald's can't have a thing where they're like, if you come here more than three times a week, we're going to call you a fat fuck. You know, that's not possible. Making a lot of anti-homeless architecture nowadays, and I'm a big fan of that. I think they should go all the way. Is that the most extreme form of anti-homeless architecture is housing. I mean, that's good. I um, I'm part of Gen Z, but Gen Z and millennials we're pretty much the same. Like we're really progressive, and like really poor. I think the only difference between like Gen Z and millennials is I feel like. Millennials grew up dreaming about buying a house, only to be really disappointed. 
And then I grew up being like, wow, I really want a dishwasher. You know, that would be dope. I'm making changes to my dating life right now. Like, I'm only dating white women. Not because I like them more. I just feel like women of color already go through enough. You know, that's where I'm at. I I used to be a Ross security guard, which you guys could tell because you looked at me and you're like, he looks like he protects $5 purses for a living. Now, it's cool. I like working at Ross because I would steal so many things from that store. Like, my manager, she would get mad at me. She'd be like, Newman, you're a horrible security guard. People are stealing so many things from this place. And that was all me, you know? Like, she wasn't insulting me as a security guard. She was just complimenting me as a thief. So that was really nice of her. I also used to be a lifeguard. And I remember when I was working there, they gave us this incentive. Where like, for each person you save, we'll give you an additional $50, which I think is exactly how much a human life is worth. But it's a weird incentive because it was supposed to make it was supposed to make me a better lifeguard, but all it really did was make me push kids in the deep end more often. So, all right, that's my time. Goodbye, guys. See, I put the trippy music on. Newman, Jake, everyone. Newman, I have one tiny comment. How could any homeless man ever sound more sad than you? Your voice is so. You sound so.
brain processes emotions when it senses a potential threat, say a car screeching to a halt right in front of you, or your beat-faced boss flipping out, it poises your body for protection, a primitive life-saving instinct. The amygdala, your brain's emotional center, goes on high alert. It sets off a fight-or-flight response. This stimulates your adrenal glands, capping the kidneys, to produce the stress hormones cortisol and adrenaline. In the blink of an eye, you're transformed into your hyperattentive super-self. Your eyes dilate, your blood pressure, heart rate, blood sugar, and muscle tension increase. Think of Popeye after he eats his spinach. All systems are reactive to the max, and you're thrust into survival mode with extra energy and focus to conquer danger. Long-term effects of stress. Your body is brilliantly adaptive to sudden threats, but chronic emotional stress can make it degenerate.
She says right now it's stupid But you know how I feel Sometimes when I'm alone I can't believe that I'm real Some kind of bitch And there's two rooms and there's beds And there's walls all around Sometimes I stay in bed until the sun goes down A state of calm floods the body with the bliss of endorphins, your brain's opiate-like natural painkillers. Serotonin becomes replenished, putting you in a good mood and making daily irritations tolerable. Stress hormones wane as spasms in your shoulder and gut loosen, your heart rate and blood pressure lower, and your mental frenzy relents.
The pretzel in you untwists on all levels. Your body can breathe freely again and gratefully releases its guard to become more open, soft, and expansive. If your father was intensely critical, you may be reluctant to be honest with others when you disagree. How do you achieve this? Laughter, exercise, meditation, and doing anything that makes you feel loved, including making love. Set out to experience a little bit more calm each day. When sentiments such as I love you or you're wonderful were directed to water, 
symmetrical rainbow-hued snowflake patterns took form, unfolding universes of delight. However, the negative emotions of I hate you or you make me sick created fractured, ugly shapes with muddled colors, not what you want in your body. Take time to assimilate these findings. They have momentous implications for your emotional freedom. Since you're composed mostly of water, you must generate maximal positivity to stay healthy and whole. Also, you can't afford to nurse resentments or self-loathing without suffering toxicity.
What is it that you want to do? Well, we want to be free. We want
to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. And we want to get loaded, and we want to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do. Away, well, baby, let's go. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a party. Be free. We want to be free. Here, we want to be free. Here, we want to be free. Listen to the snow, we should listen to the snow. 